to the bear table. My name is Max, and my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for the night. Hi, I'm Amber. My pronouns are she, her. I'm going to be playing Gwyn, the Earth Genasi monk. I'm RJ. My pronouns are they, them. I will be playing Nikophoros, the Kren Schwashbuckler. Uh, since there are only three of us all together, uh, I'm also going to be playing a character called Codex Steelhammer. He is a half-orc, half-dwarf fighter. I'm going to start off by saying this is the first time I've ever DM'd, so bear with me. <laughs> bear. <laughs> like the table. You wake up in a dark room with dirt floors. Next to you, leaning on the wall, is what appears to be a stubby orc with long, scruffy beard. He looks at you and says, ah, you're awake. I was worried you weren't going to come too. And he holds out a hand like he wants you to shake it. I am Kodak Steelhammer, but most call me Bear. What do I call the two of you? Is this Skyrim? (laughs) Not to my knowledge. Um, Um, where the fuck are we? That's a strange name. (laughs) My name is Gwyn. Well, in answer to your question, Gwyn, I have no idea where the fuck we are. Great. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Nikephoros. You, you can call me Nike. Uh, do you know where we are? Would I know? Are you wearing pants? Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Um. Where are your pants? No, seriously, like, like, two question to the DM. Um. My, my background is, uh, is, like, actual gladiatory combat. He might have an idea. Like, look around. What's it, what's in the room? What do we see? Dirt and wooden walls. Is there a door? Yes. Well, actually, a door to your right opens up, and you hear thunderous applause as you're blinded by sudden daylight. If we are where I think we are, someone's gonna die. Three of you walk out and see that you're in an arena, what looks to be elves mostly filling the seats. To the left is a box seat with an elf noble leaning on the, on the railing, a passive smile on his face. Directly across from you, from another door, are a tiefling, a human, and a goblin, looking just as confused as you do. On either side of the arena are weapon racks. Once you're all out in the open, another elf steps up to the railing and shouts, Heroes! Now is the time to prove yourself worthy! Defeat your opponents in combat, and you shall receive a prize worth more than your life! The crowd explodes in applause once more, and you hear a horn blaring from all sides. I want you to so, roll initiative. Uh, okay. <laughs> At the beginning of this, Gwyn is starting to, like, take a bow, but she hears that, and... Oh, okay. All right. This is less than ideal. <laughs> what, what's ideal for you there? Being back in my village, surrounded by my beautiful followers who love me. Followers. Who are you? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, my name's Gwyn. I got that. Mm-hmm. I didn't name the town for my backstory yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you haven't heard of me? No, not really. I'm the living personification of the Earth Goddess Avani. Uh, she flips her braid to the other shoulder. Good for uh, you. Yes, it is good for me. She, like, brings out her hands, and a small, like, little dust devil rises around her. Fun little magic trick you just did there. Yep. But I uh, don't think it's going to be much help against those three. Yeah, yeah, we should get on that. Um <laughs> Initiative. I rolled a 17. Um, that's a 20 plus 2, 22. Holy shit. Okay. 19. 
Okay, I've never played a monk before. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> so I'm none doing. None of us know what we're doing. Cool. No, no, none of best us know way, what we're doing. Best way to play D and D. So um, these these little things are called dice. Yes. Ah. I thought they were called dicks. Well, one of them has twenty sides, so I hope they're not dicks. I hope they're dicks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're in this big, like, circular arena. To on either side of you, towards the middle of the arena, are two weapons racks. The one on the left has a short sword, a shield, and a crossbow, and the one to the right has a spear, a warhammer, and a trident. And, you know, you've got the three guys on the other side across from you. Okay, I'm gonna get the fuck to that spear. Alright, so you go after the spear. Uh, what are the walls of the arena made of? Uh, I don't know. Stone. (laughs) Okay, good thing I'm a stone goddess. I guess you are, aren't you? Um, but I can't wall walk yet. Yet. So you can't just, like, grab the spear and eat yourself out of the Coliseum? I mean, how high are the walls? High enough that you can't just run up them and run away. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll stop trying to, de- to destroy your beautiful uh, scene that you've set for us. Well, no, I mean, like, you can just, like, up and run away. You're just not gonna yeah, get your shit um, back. I spend one key point to do patient defense. The next person who tries to hit me has disadvantage. Okay. And is that your turn? Um, I... I use the rest of my movement to jump behind the weapons rack. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so it is now uh, Nike's turn. Well, then I am going to run to the left and pick up the shield. Okay, and is that all you're doing with mm-hmm. your turn? Okay. So next in the order is the goblin. He's gonna make a dash for the... I'm gonna say the short sword. He's gonna try and make a jab at... Uh, Nike. Well, that goblin rolls a 19, then. That's gonna hit. <laughs> two damage. Yeah, it's, it's two damage. <laughs> uh, next in the order is the Tifling. We all now officially have to pronounce it Tifling, since that's the first way it was said in the podcast. I also motion that every time we say the bear table, we have to say it in that dramatic voice. The bear table! Um, anyway, Tifling is gonna go for the crossbow. I thought you were gonna say gonna go for the crotch! <laughs> He's just gonna run up and punch you in the dick, Nike. <laughs> it's your fault for not wearing pants. I'm a minotaur, do you know how hard it is to find pants that fit over a digigrade? <laughs> Okay, now the Tifling's gonna come up and grab the crossbow, and he's gonna shoot at the goblin, because fuck it. I probably shouldn't do that. Also, he's at close range, so it's like... Oh, are we not teams? Are we supposed to be fighting each other? You can be team if you want, but, like, you're technically not team. Oh. Well, it was either the Tifling attacks the goblin, or he punches you in the dick. So, like... Did he punch the goblin in the dick? (laughs) Sure, he punches the goblin in the dick. And he rolls a nat 20! Okay, well, um... Uh, unarmed strikes of, um, of non-hunks do one bludgeoning damage plus their strength modifier. <laughs> but you rolled a nat 20 to punch this but, goblin Okay, so you, you do it twice, then. So, two damage plus his strength modifier. We can have a dick multiplier if you want, but I feel like they should have to roll at disadvantage to hit someone in the dick, because that's a cult shot. <laughs> I'm just gonna knock the goblin down for two damage, and he's- I'm gonna say he's prone for the moment. (laughs) Alright, dick punches, get prone. Noted. (laughs) Writing it down. 
Canon now. It's part canon of the now. Anyway, next in the order is the human who is gonna go for the trident uh, on the left. And Humans, the rarest of all races. Yeah, right. Um, and he's gonna take a stab at uh, Gwen, who's hiding behind the rack. Ah, oh, fuck. At disadvantage, because I took the dodge action. Well, that, but he also just rolled a crit fail, so like. <laughs> Fucker. Stabs himself in the foot. You see, guys, I am a goddess. Sure, sure. That was that was. You. No one can touch me. And finally, at the bottom of the order, we have Kodak. And the bottom of the height. And the bottom of the height. So he's gonna go for the warhammer because that's all that's left. And he's gonna take a swing at the human and miss. <laughs> so now we are back to Gwyn. Can we kill Kodak? I would can prefer we kill Kodak? Can. I mean, you can. I would just prefer if you didn't, because then you're going to be down a man for, like, the rest of the thing. Okay, I'm going to try and uh, stab the guy who is right in front of me. The human? Um, yes, with my spear. Okay. So, d20 plus 4. That's a 14 plus 4 equals 18. Yep, that hit. that is a hit. And I'm using both hands, so it is a d8 of damage plus 2. d4. Five damage. Okay, you hit him for five damage. And I may as well just fucking use my key points uh, to do flurry of blows so I can make two unarmed strikes. A 16 plus four, 17, 18, 19, 20. And as a monk, my unarmed strikes are a d4 plus two, so three, four, five. And then I roll the hit again and I do 14 plus four equals 18. And I do one damage to him. No, one plus two is three. Um, I would like for that to be non-lethal damage. How much? Okay, well, how much damage did you just do to him? Um, I don't know. You Let's said play a lot of numbers. Roll right back the tape. <laughs> um, three plus five plus three plus five plus five. So ten, thirteen damage. Okay, well, I'm glad you said non-lethal because he's fucking dead. <laughs> Yeah, so I just leap up, and I just, I hit the guy in the fucking chin with my heel. I do a bow as I grind this man's face into the dirt. <laughs> okay, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Nike. So who's closest? Either the goblin or, goblin or the tiefling. They're both, like, right next to you. I'm going to use Goring Rush. Okay. I rolled a three, never mind. <laughs> and you miss. You uh, briefly get stuck into the into the wall, and then you pull yourself out. But the goblin's still on the ground holding his dick, because that typhling just fucking, like, nailed him. Okay, at least I'm like, if he's prone, they get advantage. Yeah, that'll hit. Ten. That's ten. Ten. Okay, the goblin is dead. You kicked him while he was down. I speared him while he was you down. You speared him while he was down. With my horns. <laughs> okay, so next we have the Typhling, who um, is going to back away a little bit and try and shoot at Nike, because honestly, that was kind of scary. He rolls an eight. <laughs> no. So he misses. So next in the order, the human's also down. You didn't kill him, right? I did not kill him. He's hopefully unconscious or just like... Crying on the ground. He's 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 sobbing in the corner for cr- crying for his mom. Well, now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Kodak's gonna run over and try and hit the Typhling with his warhammer, and he will not hit. <laughs> Kodak's been rolling some bad bad rolls. Uh, uh, Gwen, we're back to you. Uh, so it is Nike and Kodak and the Tiefling who are still up. Yep, and they're all like in one corner on the other side of the arena. Basically, yeah. So I'm going to run as far away from them as I can get. Okay. And I am going to ready an action. So if anybody tries to get into melee range with me, I'm going to use Go 
just to push them back five feet. Okay, is that your action? Yeah, that's my action is to ready my reaction, and then I will end my turn there. Okay, Nike. Okay, I'm going to go specifically after the Typhling, but Kodak's going to want to make a save here, too. Okay. For, for Goring Rush. <laughs> what do I need to roll to save against it? Well, 13. I rolled a 13. I have to be a 13. Um, no, you should have a, um, there should be a saving throw that is your, well, whoever designed the Minotaur did it wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's probably 10 plus your strength modifier. Okay, so what did you roll? An 11. 11. Plus proficiency bonus, so 12 uh, would be the DC, I think. 18 plus, what, what was the modifier? Um, no, uh, he has to be 12, I think. Mm. And uh, whatever his dex or dex modifier probably is, is what he would add. Okay, but if he rolled so, an 18, he Yeah, Kodak could, could rolled out of the way with a 19. Okay. Uh, Typhling, on the other hand, well, actually, got a three. Okay. Six. Six damage. Mm. He's still up. He's not doing too hot, but he's still up. And it is now his turn. He's going to retaliate with an improvised weapon and just try and punch you in the dick as well. <laughs> Uh, you rolled a 15. Tied. Tied. Does, does that mean it hits? Uh, meets it, beats it. So he hits. Okay. So he punches you in the dick for four damage. And I guess by the rules I accidentally set up, you are now prone. All right, let's see if Kodak can actually roll something for once here. Kodak's going to go for the typhling and hit with 17. He's going to whack him with the Warhammer. Six damage. Still does not quite kill him, but he's very close, which brings us back around to Gwyn. Oh, that's me. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm going to do the same thing I did last turn. I don't, I'm going to wait until these guys kill everything else. I took down my guy. Okay, well, Gwyn is done. Nike, I guess, is still prone. How long does that usually last? Like a turn? No, it's until they get up. Okay, you can get up. So who's left? The Typhling and Kodak. And Gwen, if you want to go, like, take a swipe at her. How far away is Gwen? Um, she's kind of, like, across the arena from you. Uh, but I'd say about 25 feet. The shield that I picked up was 1d4 bludgeoning. Yep. Don't Captain America my ass, please. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to, but now that you've said something, um, I'm actually just going to bash the Typhling in the face. Oh, okay, but that would have been it. so cool. I could have gusted the shield away and it would have been so bad. It would have been so funny if you just, like, hurled the shield at her and then she just... Just, like gusts it away and nails the typhling in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that maneuver. I guess that can we idea. try? Can we you please can, try? You try. <laughs> All right. So I guess roll to Captain America. Full on Greco-Roman shot put style. Okay. Mm-hmm. 13. And I'm going to use gust to move an unheld or carried object uh, five pounds or under. I can push it. Well, I can push it 10 feet away. Can I rebound it? Can I please? It would just be so cool. Okay, just because the typhling is so close to death, I will let you rebound it. All right, I gust it. Okay. And it's already in the air, so it goes more and it's spinning. Okay. This makes sense. This makes sense. I want you to roll. Ah, okay. Uh, what should I roll? Just should a flat I... d20. Uh, seven. Okay, what did you roll? A 13? Okay, that'll hit. I'll, oh, I'll take that. And uh, we're flavoring this as as earth powers instead of wind powers, so yeah. I, like, I stamp on the ground like an earthbender, and a little jut of earth comes up and knocks it into him. We're, uh, we're starting at level three, by the way. We probably should have mentioned that. <laughs> we're taking some liberties. A little bit. Just a little bit of liberties. That hits the Typhling. That's 1d4. Yep. Still not dead. Unless you want to roll for damage also, since you technically had a hand in this. Oh, if you want to let me, I will. One. That's it. He's gone. The Typhling is down. 
Um, okay, so you you knock the typhling down, and the three of you kind of look at each other. And, but before you guys can decide whether or not you're going to try and kill each other, uh, the elf that spoke earlier stands up again and says, I think it's time we made this a little more interesting. And under the applause, you hear a low boom. And then another as the applause starts to fade. And you pinpoint it at a massive door to the right. And before you can react, the door bursts off its hinges. And standing in the opening is a very big, very angry ogre. How tall is Um, I'm gonna say... If I ran up its back and jumped, could I get to the edge of the arena? No. Damn. I wish I'd have been an air genasi, then I could just fly the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, uh, Kodak looks at the two of you and says, this just got a lot harder. Uh, I think we should try and team up and beat this thing and just split whatever that prize is. You think they're gonna <laughs> let us do that? Well, if they don't, we have weapons and they don't. We're um, also in a big hole. Do you want to team up with me to fight this thing, or do you want to try and take it on on your own? An oversized large? Yeah. So I can't gust it. No. So, first up we have Gwyn. Okay. Um, I don't want to go first. <laughs> well, it's too bad. Um, I do have a monk thing that lets me double my jump for a turn. <laughs> You're just going to try and book your way out of here. I want out! I don't want to... <laughs> Okay, I will I will run over to the other two, and I will ready my spear to whack that bitch if it gets close to me. Okay, so you're you're running over and you're readying. Yep. That's your action. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. How far away is this thing from me? About 25 feet. Well, I'm going to I'm going to use Goring Rush, because... Again. Again. Because mm-hmm. it's what I've got right now. Mm-hmm. Eight. Okay, it might just be a you thing. Yeah, it's just a me thing. That does not hit. I figured. Yeah. But does it put me closer? Yeah, it puts you closer. You're just like right in front of the goddamn thing now. Good. And next in the order is the ogre, who uh, is going to try and swipe at Nike because you're right there. Mm-hmm. He's going to miss. Mm-hmm. And then we have Kodak, who is going to run up and try and he's going to like slam his hammer down on the ogre's foot. And he's going to hit for... 1d8, or make 5 damage. He is also a fighter, so he's going to use uh, Action Surge, which gives him an extra action, once per short rest. And he's gonna try and take out this thing's kneecap on the upswing, and he hits for 7 damage. And then it is Gwyn once more. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hit it. It's hitting time. And 18 plus 4 for my spear attack. That will hit. That will hit. And a 14 plus 4. Uh, so 18 for one unarmed strike and the other one is a 4 and doesn't hit. Mm-hmm. So I will roll my d8 for the quarterstaff. 7 damage. And then for the unarmed strike, 2, 4 damage. Okay. That was a good round. Nike, what's your big plan here, bud? Deal within 5 feet? Yep. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use Rakish Audacity, which, starting at third level, your unmistakable confidence propels you into battle. You can add your charisma modifier to your initiative rolls. In addition, you don't need advantage on your attack rolls to use your sneak attack if no creature other than than your target is within five feet of you. All the other rolls for sneak attack class features still apply. Okay. So, I'm going to use Rakish Audacity and Goring Rush, Mm -hmm. which, and for sneak attack, um... 16. 16. That will hit. Okay, and then... D 10, 7, 8. 8, and is that plus your 6? Yeah. So 8 total, or 7 plus 8. 8, eight total. total. 8 total, okay. Next in the order is the ogre, who is not a happy camper right now. And he's gonna swing for Kodak. 
and miss pretty hard. He's just throwing haymakers, and he's not even like he can't get down low enough to hit Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> That's a swing and a miss, and Kodak is gonna try and hit the ogre in the other shin, mm. and he misses. <laughs> so Gwyn, Gwyn is out of key points, mm-hmm. so. Gwyn is going to just whack that boy with my spear. Just whack that boy. I'm going to whack that boy. 8 plus 4. That will hit. 12. Okay, nice. So d8. 7 plus 2 is 9. 9 damage. 9 damage. Okay. You were chipping away at him slowly but surely. Thank you. (laughs) Can you speak loud enough to come up on the mic? (laughs) I'm just going to repeat the last action. All right. Okay. 12. 12. That will hit. 6. Nine. Nine? Yep. Okay. And the ogre, he's staggering a little bit, um, and he's going to take a swing at Nike and miss. And Kodak, going to try again for his shins and miss. And Gwyn. All right. I'm going to do what I just did and whack him again with this spear. Well, I'm stabbing him. You're stabbing it's, him. It's piercing day. I am stabbing. I'm stabbing for that's a natural fucking 20. So a six and then a seven. So six. 12, 13, plus 2 is 15. 15 damage? 15. Okay, so you you rear back and you hurl this spear and you nail it right between the eyes and the thing falls to the ground with a deafening thud and you are the victors. Told you, mm-hmm. I am a goddess. Still not entirely sure I believe that. And she like kind of flips her hair back and you guys see that like one side of her face is kind of cracked. She has kind of a grayish-brown complexion and, like, a weird kind of looking texture now that you're actually looking at her closely. The pupil of her right eye seems to be kind of engraved as if she's a statue, and the left part of her face has an enormous crack running through it that uh, completely obfuscates her left eye, which has a tiger's eye marble in place. Instead of an eye there. It's very spooky. <laughs> I almost feel like I should give you a disadvantage on perception rolls. <laughs> Perhaps you should. Uh, no offense. <laughs> what happened to your face? She shrugs. That's a valid response. Just putting a break in the middle, because if you're like me and your commute is only 15 minutes, D&D podcasts are hard to listen to. Also, I just wanted to drop a quick thank you to Sean Hogan, who wrote our theme song, which is called Judy and the Red Coin. You can find him on YouTube under the same name or at patreon.com slash let's do it. Please go support him. He does a lot of cool stuff like recreating the Song of the Sun from Legend of Zelda out of the actual Sound of the Sun. Did you know the sun made sounds? Apparently you can make music out of it. Anyways, go support Sean. I'll let you get back to D&D. Anyway, the uh, announcer elf stops the fight, and he turns to the noble elf, who's obviously the one that's been running this whole thing, who stands up at the railing again. He declares you three the winners and says, as the winners, the three of you will get the great honor of retrieving something very special to me. Why the fuck should I do this for you? You almost killed us! Well, you do it or I will kill you. Do you want to come down here and make good on that threat? And he's got, like, five guards that come up and threateningly point their weapons at you. I stand, like, feet apart, like, arms crossed, absolutely still. As you look around, there are more guards kind of appearing through the crowd, just all over the arena. They've got a bunch of crossbows pointed at you. Well, Nike's not gonna back down. We all know Nike's not gonna back down on his own accord. Alright. Uh, well, and the, F- the elf sees that you guys are 
being pretty stubborn about this. And he says, well, whatever you find on your journey to get this thing for me, you get to keep, including the marvelous treasure that has been left in the ancient temple I'm about to send you to. Now you're speaking my language. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, where are we? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. I'll give you a map on the way out. Good luck. And you're kind of ushered out of the uh, arena. And a couple other elves give you all of your shit back that you had before you woke up in the arena. I would like to look at the map. The the map is just a shitty piece of paper that says Ancient Elven Temple, three days walk northeast. Okay, so we don't have my hometown on it, which I've decided is called... Stonehenge. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. <laughs> anyway, so they send they send you guys they send you guys on your way. You're you're hiking for a while, and you come across. Uh, yeah, whatever. This I- is fine. This is fine. I, I, I'm skipping along. Do I still have my spear? Did they let me keep the spear? They'll let you keep the spear. I'm twirling the spear. Uh, and you come across this uh, chasm that there's no plausible way you could cross, uh, except for a bridge, which is being more or less guarded by this old turtle in what appears to be paladin armor, but he's definitely retired. And he's wearing a light pink scarf, because it looks nice. He stands as you approach and says, Now hold on there, children. Not so fast. I'm not supposed to let you pass unless you can answer my three questions. Don't worry, they're pretty easy, I think. Okay. Yes, What's I do. the bridge made of? Very, very rickety wood. Like, may not support the Minotaur wood. Oh, <laughs> no. Fucking all swim. <laughs> um, is there a water vehicle? No. Oh. This chasm is, like, super deep. Mm. And so he says, uh, All right, number one. What is the square root of 1,243? I'm just kidding. Here's the real first question. <laughs> Gwenda has just a look of utter... <laughs> what are we doing? Disgust. Just, uh, she's completely appalled. Kodak doesn't really seem like he's paying all that much attention. <laughs> okay, uh, so the first one. There are four siblings in this world, all born together. The first runs and never wearies. The second eats and is never full. The third drinks and is always thirsty. The fourth sings a song forever. Who are they? Earth, wind, and fire. You're missing one. Water. That's correct. All right, I've got another one for you. Look, look, sir, I am the incarnation of the Earth Goddess Avani. We have shit to do, please. Also, where the fuck are we? Well, I think you're at the end of this bridge. (laughs) Okay, this is, this is fine. I'm an adventurer now. I don't give a shit. Well, I'm glad to hear it. She's angry. The second riddle. I don't have any brushes. No, I do. I've got some bread in my hut around the corner if you... (laughs) Literally ten days worth of rations. (laughs) I only eat rocks. Anyway, the second riddle. Uh, Say my name and I disappear. What am I? Silence. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, you seem to be pretty good at this, but I think this last one might stump you a little bit. Is it a stump? No. Damn. (laughs) Do you kill us for wrong answers? No. Good. Unfortunate. Do you want me to kill you for wrong answers? I mean, I'm better at fighting than riddles, I think. Well, just listen, you'll probably figure it out. I am the beginning of sorrow and the end of sickness. There is no happiness without me, nor is there sadness. I am always in risk, yet never in danger. You will find me in the sun, but I am never out of darkness. What am I? Adams? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I don't say that in character. 
Gwen doesn't know what an atom is. What was... One more time. Okay. I'm just going to read it in my normal voice. I am the beginning of sorrow and the end of sickness. There is no happiness without me, nor is there sadness. I am always in risk, yet never in danger. You will find me... Letter S. Yep. Does Gwen know how to read? She knows how to read. <laughs> That's a character choice on your on your part, I think. She knows how to read. She, she knows how read. to read. All right. Well, just one more, because I want to see if you're really paying attention. You said Riddles <laughs> 3, didn't you? I did. You did but say I, Riddles 3. I, I try to walk past him. I've got one more question for you, and if you try to walk on that bridge, it's going to break underneath you and you will die. I can fly. Can you? How How wide is the bridge? Not very. You know. Okay, you know that scene in Shrek where they're trying to cross to the castle? Yes. It's like that, but oh. if you step on a piece of wood, it will kill you. Yeah. She plants her feet, crosses her arms, still as a statue. What is my favorite color? It's that mauvey, pinky color that's on your scarf. Can we go? Yeah. And he gives you each a feather. Okay. And he says, these are imbued with magic to make you light enough to cross that rickety old bridge. I only give it to people I think are smart enough to use it, because they are very few and far between. Safe travels now, and then he just kind of sits back down in his chair and sits around, so you guys can uh, move on across the bridge now. I don't. I wait for someone else to go first. (laughs) Kodak's just like, all right, well, no point sitting around, sitting on our hands. We've got treasure to find. And he just crosses the bridge just fine with his feather. And I would like to follow him. Nike is 310 pounds. (laughs) You're not getting anywhere if you don't pass this bridge. You know what I'm doing. I cross the bridge. (laughs) I I cross the bridge. I I fight to get there first. I cross the damn bridge. So you walk for about another hour. So uh, you guys camp for the night. And, uh... After you get everything set up, Kodak sits down on a log around the fire you guys built and says, uh, So you want to play a game? Uh, I used to play this with my work friends after we kicked each other's asses on fight night. What game? Well, it's called Never Have I Ever. Okay. What is the purpose of this game? Well, learn things about each other and uh, also usually to see who can get someone more drunk. Well, oh, I'm down. <laughs> not sure we have any booze. I mean, I don't have any booze on me. Neither do I. If I did, I wouldn't be sharing. Fair enough, we'll just use fingers then. <laughs> Alright, so who wants to start? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Arte and I have both silently placed our fingers on our noses. I'm <laughs> getting my station situated, you assholes. Well, I'm going to go for a low blow here. Never have I ever been over five feet tall. <laughs> Do shoes count? No, I've never worn shoes. <laughs> I am barefoot. How tall are you without shoes? Five foot nothing. So I guess that I'm counts. confused. I said taller than five foot. Okay, so never have I ever. I have never. Are we drinking? Is this booze related? Well, I was just using fingers, but if somebody has booze... I do not, unless it comes in my rations. I don't think booze comes in the rest. We probably shouldn't be getting drunk. They probably confiscated any booze we had. Okay, so, fingers. I'm gonna say five, otherwise we're gonna be here all night. Okay, so I put one down if I haven't? You put one down if you have. Okay. What was yours? Never have I ever... Fuck. Well, I've done that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, wait, if you haven't ordered... If you have done it, you put a finger down. Okay. I don't put any fingers down, because <laughs> I don't think Gwen has done the fuck. Not yet. Gwen has not done the fuck. Kodak fucks. Looking at the picture of Nikoros, he defo fucks. RJ just got up and left the room. I uh, think if you can hear that, that's the sound of RJ ascending the stairs. 
to my grandmother's house because we're in my grandmother's basement currently. They can't handle the fact that Kodak fucks. <laughs> I feel like Gwyn probably will fuck at some point. She just hasn't got around to it yet. Okay. Good. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Your turn. Never have I ever fallen off a ship. Never. Have you all been on ships? No. I've never seen a ship. What's a ship? <laughs> I live on a mountain. Same. Can we put a finger down? Can we say something and just put a finger down if we have done it, but we can't think of anything else? I think so. You can't think of one thing that you've never done. Never have I ever drank my body weight in liquor. And he puts a finger down. <laughs> never. Really? Well, you must be fun at parties. What? I'm I'm the most fun at the parties that are held in honor of my glory. And you don't drink at those? I do drink at those, but I weigh a lot of weight. You weigh a lot of weight. I, you weigh a lot of pounds. It's, uh... I am now deciding that I weigh 200 pounds and I'm five foot zero. It's, That's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> not, it's a metaphor. <laughs> it basically just means you've drank yourself under the table. I don't know if I've been under the table at a festival. I'm usually at the head of the table where everyone can see me. Oh, you poor sweet child. This is gonna be fun. Your turn. Never have I ever been adored and worshipped by hundreds of loyal followers. Kodak puts down a finger. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Alright, so the town I grew up in, there was an underground fighting ring. And despite the fact that I was about four feet tall and surrounded by orcs, they never saw me coming. I think I know why. <laughs> Why do you think you know why? You're short? Same hat. Same hat. <laughs> what? Kodak and Nike fist bump. <laughs> I'm down to two. <laughs> Nike, it's your turn. Never have I ever pierced anything that I did not mean to pierce. Does this include people? No. No. No? Mm. Kodak? I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, never have I ever seen the ocean. Never. Okay, I still have four. Okay. Never have I ever ridden a horse. Does does a pony count? Yes. Never have I ever ridden an equine or four-legged beast of burden of some kind. Four-legged beast of burden. I'm going to start calling it that from now on. <laughs> huh? I feel like me doing that would be against the laws of nature. I mean, maybe. Whatever, it's your turn. If I still have four fingers up at the end, does it mean I win or lose? Well, it depends on how you look at life. I see. She doesn't, because she has one eye, and <laughs> she looks at life through one eye. That's true. Well, can she see out the marble eye? I haven't decided. Never have I ever busted my face that bad. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Kodak puts a finger down. I He's have. a scar, like, right down the middle of his face. She puts her Kodak. bangs back over Kodak's the out. big split in her face. <laughs> She's a little hunched over now. Kodak's out, so that's just between you two. Never have I ever killed someone. It's a lie. Didn't you just kill the ogre? That was you. No, I did kill. Yeah, you killed the ah. ogre. count as a person. Ogre's feelings. <laughs> I, no, I'm legitimately, are, are ogres people? Ogre rights. I forgot to say I non-lethally stabbed the ogre. <laughs> you didn't kill the human, but uh, you definitely shot, like, Okay, fine. The ogre. Two fingers left, then. I win slash lose? Sure. Okay, this has been fun. I think it's time we went to bed, because we've got a hike for another two days. Okay. Whatever it is, this treasure better be worth it. Yeah, I really don't think he's gonna let us keep the treasure. Yeah, we could always fight him for it, or we could just not go back. Somehow, this is not to our advantage, and I haven't figured out how. 
but somehow we're getting fucked. Then she kind of covers her mouth. I mean, <clears throat> yes, fucked. I said it. Fuck. Say the fuck word. I say the fuck word as much as I want. I've always said the fuck word as much as I want. I don't give Love a fuck. You. You're, you're, you're telling. This has been The Bear Table. Our theme song was written and created by Sean Hogan. The campaign is written and led by Max Jackson. The podcast is edited by Amber Griffin. And the cover art and logo were done by me. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.